morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to a Thursday. It's the 14th day of January, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And I am convinced, Big J, that the clock that we put up here yesterday is now officially haunted. <laughs> it, did it come back haunted? Yes, it came back, came back haunted, haunted. A la Nine Inch Nails. Because once again, the time is wrong. Even though I fixed it twice yesterday. Listen, I'm just going to buy us a new damn clock. Well, you shouldn't okay. have to. It's it, it, There's nothing wrong with it. It just keeps like syncing up to Pacific time for some reason. It's a piece of junk. And there's no reason for it to sync up to Pacific time at all. Here's what happens usually. And it's always a couple minutes off from the uh, the system computer. Yeah, now it's not. It's perfectly oh, on time, okay. but it's an hour behind. That has screwed me up more than it on a few occasions while you're gone. Why? What do you mean? Because I look at that clock instead of the system clock. And so, I mean, you know, just a few minutes off of things like, you know, bad impressions or, or pop culture smackdown. But oh, like you think you're, the you're, ahead, the hour. you're ahead of things yeah. and you're not. Even though that other clock is right there with a plus and minus. Yeah, right there, so you don't have to do any math at all. No, that's the problem is that that confuses me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm ready to destroy this clock. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Office space style. I'll, almost as much vitriol for the printers. I'll fix it one more time, and then uh, and then I've had Listen, that to Listen, we had a whole team in here <laughs> yesterday trying to fix it. Yeah, it's weird. It was on the right time forever. Uh, even though it was a couple minutes off, at least it was the right hour. <laughs> this one is not even the right hour. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. You change your batteries in that thing, and next thing you know, it becomes self-aware. Listen, I wish this was our least of our problems. And starting to mess around with us uh, today. On the show, Big J will give you a nerd alert today. Yeah, best of CES 21. Get ready. That is happening before we hit 7 o'clock this morning. Got a couple of Jackson's food cards to give away. We're $25 a piece. That's going to happen on the show today as well. We've got some We're Going to Hell action. All sorts of fun is going to go down over the course of the next uh, four hours. So strap in. Here we go. It is time for a little sublime. What I got kicking off things here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Been a while since we've done these on the regular, but lest you think uh, COVID 19 is going away here in the Treasure Valley, it very much is not. Damn it. Uh, Idaho added uh, another uh, over a thousand cases yesterday on Wednesday, according to data provided by the state as well as local health districts. 746 confirmed, 303 probable. Ada Kootenai and Canyon County continue to be the hotspots for the new cases in Idaho. 15 new deaths were also added to the state's overall death toll, which now stands at 1,576. On the plus side of things, according to the data released by the state, uh, 35,296 Idahoans have received the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, with 7,280 of them having received both doses, because a reminder, it's a two-dose thing. It's not just one and done state also has released the latest hospitalization data and 338 people are hospitalized statewide with COVID-19. 88 of them are in the ICU. The hospitalization numbers are pretty high. ICU numbers have been higher, I guess, but still pretty decent. Not great. So it's still a thing and still going around. So head on a swivel, everybody. Pretty big trade reportedly going down for the NBA. James Harden is out after basically exiling himself from the Houston Rockets after the game and headed to the Brooklyn Nets in a four-team trade that also involves the Indiana Pacers and Cleveland Cavaliers. According to media reports yesterday, 
Nets send Houston multiple players and draft picks. Nobody you've ever heard of. Chris LeVert, maybe. The Rockets then traded him to the Pacers for Victor Oladipo, which is interesting because Victor Oladipo is pretty good. And I don't think the Pacers are getting much back. Either way, he's pretty injury prone, though, too, that right? That is true. Jared Allen and Tareen Prince are headed to the Cavaliers from the Nets, and the Rockets are getting Dante Exum from Cleveland and uh, Radiance Krukicks from Brooklyn. Uh, of course, the, also involved in this is the fact that in a way roundabout way, the Houston Rockets also are getting really eight first-round draft picks as well. Jeez. Four straight up and then uh, and then four draft picks that they have the opportunity to swap with Brooklyn uh, for particular years. None of them protected, so... I mean, uh, Brooklyn better hope they're doing all right for the next couple of years. Yeah, great. There's three ball hogs now. That's right. Uh, Harden, who wasn't in his ninth season with was Houston, was not happy there and said just a day earlier that the Rockets aren't, quote, good enough to compete for the NBA championship, and that pretty much sealed his fate once he went public now, with his disinterest. Did James Harden play with Kevin Durant in, in Oklahoma? Yes, yeah. So they were, he and Westbrook, they were all on the same team for a while. Yeah, for two Briefly. seasons yeah. before they traded Harden away because he, they knew they couldn't afford him. Worked out good then. Uh, yeah, yeah, it did not, uh, and we'll see. And, you know, the other part of this is Kyrie Irving hasn't been on the court for six days because he's feuding with the franchise, too. So Is he feuding with them, or he's just doing depends his— Depends on who you believe. He's doing his Kyrie Irving thing. Yeah, well, what, what does that mean, though? It means he doesn't do anything that anybody wants but himself. <laughs> right. I mean, he's missed four games now because of personal reasons. Not COVID-related, but reports are he's pissed at Steve, that Steve Nash got the head coaching gig. And it's like, well, what the hell, man? Uh, the reason, only reason why Steve Nash got the head coaching gig is because Kevin Durant wanted Steve Nash to get the head coaching gig. And so uh, I don't know how this is all going to play out, but, yeah, they're going to need a lot of ball. And, by the way, defense will not be a priority in Brooklyn. Well, no, Mike D'Antoni is like an assistant or a consultant or something there. Yeah, yeah, because Steve Nash and Mike, obviously, connection with yeah, the Suns. Yeah, he's got a really good track record of championship basketball in the NBA. Well, uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, it's a scary team on offense, that's for sure, but also not very deep and not very good on defense. So, I mean, obviously, I think they cannot score anybody if they're all in the court at the same time and playing in cohesion, but that remains to be seen. We'll see what ends up going on. Big J, you ask me all the time, when are we going to get a uh, dog grooming show on television? And the answer is soon. Oh. Uh, Rebel Wilson is set to host a U.S. version of a huge show in the U.K. and Australia called Pooch Perfect. It's going to be on ABC. Uh, Wilson also hosted the Australian version, but apparently it's uh, it's basically a dog grooming reality show. Uh, ten dog groomers go on to compete to be the best dog groomer in America. I mean, it's, yeah, why hasn't this happened before? I mean, uh, the Westminster dog show is pretty huge. Yeah, but that I mean, you don't see them grooming. You just see the after effects of it all. No, and the dogs actually doing things. This is like giving dogs haircuts. When, when are we going to get like the uh, the uh, dog owners of Atlanta? Well, you, there's already plenty of dog reality shows like Animal Planet and stuff if you want to watch it. Well, I just meant like a, an inversion of Housewives. You could have dog it. owners. I'm sure it's been a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> Premiere date will be announced soon, but it will debut this spring so you can watch a dog grooming show on TV. Best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X rocks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to the uh, the CES 21 stuff. But first, Nick, a major force in the universe made an announcement a few days ago. And that all Star Wars games and more would come under the umbrella of Lucasfilm Games. 
after uh, releasing a sizzle reel of all the games that have come before uh, Star in Star Wars Land, they started dropping announcements of the future. Nick, first that a new Indiana Jones game was deep in development with Bethesda, the game creator for Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and Doom. They even released a very brief teaser trailer. But uh, little is known about the game, so uh, it, it had some Indiana Jones flair to it, that's for sure. Next, Lucasfilm Games dropped news that they have partnered with Ubisoft, the maker of games like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and The Division, uh, would be developing a new open-world Star Wars game, baby. Yay! Hey, what's the last thing that Lucas Games did? I know they made games for a while and then stopped. They've never did anything. No, um, I, well, I, well, I think it was uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, okay. maybe, if we want to go back that far. And and part of this whole deal is that uh, EA no longer has exclusive rights to the Star Wars games, so they're opening up to everybody. You can expect more EA games from Star Wars, or Star Wars games from EA as well, but they're, uh, but they're really focusing on opening this thing up to other creators as well. They're also upgrading Jedi Fallen Order for the next-gen consoles. Uh, good luck on getting one of those still, by the way. So, very exciting news. Uh, how, how soon we'll get to see these games? You know, who knows? Uh, at least for the J Indiana Jones game, there was a teaser trailer, but there was really no action. It was just a kind of a set piece, and it looks, uh, you know, it looks exciting. We'll no see. gameplay? No gameplay. So I just we'll hope they have the first third-person option, like Fallout 4. We'll, That's we'll all I want. We'll see uh, how it goes. Uh, Bethesda, by the way, who's developing that, um, you know, they're they're now owned by Xbox, so uh, you probably won't get to play it anyways. Nick. Oh, I'll get to play it. Okay. <laughs> Best of CES 2021. <laughs> the Consumer Electronics Show had to go virtual this year, and in some aspect, that made it a little more accessible than normal for some. Here are just a few of either the best in show or most talked about items. This is best in sustainability, Nick. Samsung solar-powered remote control. Now, this remote can be powered by outdoor sunlight, indoor light, or USB, eliminating the need to battery up. Now, it's not the first to do this, but it will be standard remote for all 2021 Samsung TVs. So that's a pretty big deal. All right. As they move forward with that and, you know, no longer having to, you know, go get a battery. That's, that's a nice thing. Uh, and you coffee lovers enjoy the Keurig like I do. Well, check this Keurig-like device out, but for soft-serve ice cream. Jesus. It's called the Cold Snap, and it's a machine that uses an aluminum recyclable pod, and it turns it into soft-serve ice cream, yogurt, smoothies, or even frozen margaritas, Nick. All right. Uh, it is huge, though, and it's heavy. It weighs about 60 pounds or so. Uh, and yeah, it goes up on you. And, and it, it's really incredible because it doesn't require any refrigeration of any kind. These uh, pods, these aluminum pods, by the way, fully recyclable, unlike the Keurig uh, pods. Uh, they also, uh, you know, you can just put them in your pantry. I mean, it's quite incredible. They're going to have a huge selection of these with different flavors, of course. However, uh, not going to be available until 2022, and it's going to set you back at least 500 bucks. Go to hell. How does it stay get as cold as it's supposed to get to make ice cream and smoothies? The technology in it uses the kind of refrigeration that you have in your refrigerator freezer, but it's compact, which is one of the reasons why it's so heavy hmm. and, and bigger than normal. I'll tell you what, though. As a soft serve fan, uh, I'm like, man, whew. 
this looks cool to me. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, and a way to get spending money to be fat, essentially. <laughs> uh, or healthy. I mean, the smoothie way was, is pretty nice. That's but... not what you would use it for. Yeah, I know. Of course not. Uh, Smart Mass created their own corner at CES 21. Razer, a company who makes amazing and stellar PC gaming peripherals, dropped this doozy dubbed Project Hazel. It's an N95 respirator mask that includes audio ampli- amplification, auto sterilization, even RGB lighting, Nick. <laughs> And it comes with a UV sterilizer case. Now, no price or date is avail- uh, 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 available has been reported yet. That's because most of the stuff that Razer likes to drop at CES, they never put forward and do. <laughs> um, uh, which is a damn shame because they do design some really cool stuff. We'll see. The interest is is really out there. There's a lot of talk about that. But uh, there are plenty of other uh, different masks uh, that, that have come to uh, market as well that are, are smart and do some really cool things. Is that the mask that amplifies your voice? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which would be interesting. Hmm. Um, and it, it's a respirator, so it has another level of safety to it. Arcade 1UP offered up something new this year, the Infinity Game Table, Nick. The idea behind the Infinity Game Table is pretty simple. Play any board game you want, but the games are digital on a large touchscreen table. No pieces to set up, so no cards to shuffle, and no one has to be the damn banker from Monopoly. Just gather the family around and dive in. And here's the best part, especially in what we have now understand it's quarantine. Uh, The family doesn't have to be in the same home. Table owners can play with each other online. That's awesome. I love this idea. Like, uh, is it... um do you have to like download the games kind of thing, or do they come I, preloaded? I, I think some. I think a majority of them will probably come preloaded, and they'll, they'll continue to do these. And there's even, you know, I mean, one of the things about playing um, tabletop games is, you know, the you know the touching of things and whatnot. There will be some uh, haptic feedback, a little bit of shaking and things when you do certain um, uh, moves and things like that. So they're trying to bring that here to this. Now, Arcade One, of course, uh, has really become famous for making our arcade um, stand-up arcade cabinets affordable so this isn't going to cost a fortune but uh, it's not going to be super cheap either uh looks like the retail price starting at 600 bucks how big is it is it like a tablet size or is it bigger than it's, that is it's, like the standard it's, board it's, size it's about uh a table yeah okay. I, I mean a, a small table so like you have to have room table. for it kind of a thing yeah but okay. i mean it's not going to take up a huge amount of room either i like it though i think it's a really cool idea yep and that's uh that's some of the cool stuff from ces 2021 thank you big j for the nerd alert on the way some important stuff plus we're going to hell on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The numbers are in, Big J. We know where Americans are spending their stimulus checks. Oh, yeah? After a period of cautious spending over the holidays, we now see some companies, particularly three, that are doing way better first quarter than they had anticipated, and they think you can thank the stimulus check for it. The companies... Luluamon, do you know what that is? No. It's like, uh, there's a store at the village. It's like um, women's athletic, like the yoga pants that you see so much. Oh, of. yoga pants, yeah, it's leggings. A great, a great place to get those things. Uh, Crocs, which I didn't know were still a thing. Oh, dude, they're more popular than ever. And yeah. you can thank one person for that. Who that? Post Malone. Uh, well, either way, they're making a whole lot of money. And then Bed Bath & Beyond, the three companies that are going through the roof in this first quarter. Uh, Others released some numbers this week showing much better than expected numbers, too, but those were the three that stood out. Retail analyst uh, Jeffrey says that uh, a number of factors are at play, including some benefit from stimulus beginning to take hold. Many company leaders expressed some optimism at the trend so far for January. This comes as the U.S. economy lost about 14 
140,000 jobs in December of last year. So uh, the bounce back is good, at least for those three companies in particular. So that's what you need to invest in, Big J. Crocs? No. No, no, no. Leggings? Yes. And Bed Bath & Beyond? Yes. Yes. Invest. Sell high, buy low. NHL season got underway yesterday, just three and a half months after the Lightning won the Stanley Cup in a season that was suspended for months due to the coronavirus. Each team scheduled to play a reduced 56-game schedule during the season. Defending champion Lightning got back on the ice over the Chicago Blackhawks 5-1 last night. Flyers over the Penguins 6-3. Leafs beat the Canadians in overtime. Canucks over the Oilers by two. And then the Blues beat the Avalanche 4-1 last night on the ice. I I like the way that they have redesigned the divisions. There's one that's like a little weird. I think like uh, Minnesota plays in like the the West or something like that, uh, which is strange. But I do enjoy the, uh, the the like Canadian matchups, even though they're doing it because of the coronavirus. I like those built-in rivalries kind of thing. Right. And so it is kind of neat to see the way that they have mapped this stuff out. And we'll see how it goes for 56 games anyway. Big J, no matter how bad things get today, tomorrow, at least you're not Army Hammer. He is dealing with some stuff, some bleep, if you will. Uh, it all started with uh, some user on Twitter, House of Effie, releasing some what she said were instant messages or DMs from Army Hammer, who uh, admitted to being 100% a cannibal, whatever that means, and uh, some sexually to, uh, explicit he, he, stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty... It's pretty dark, man. Uh, not only that, but then what ends up happening is they start digging deep, and then uh, there's an interview from Playboy magazine that he did back in 2013 where he says some really weird stuff about uh, pulling ladies' hair and choking them, and uh, and it all of a sudden starts to turn into maybe this Fifty Shades of Grey thing isn't exactly too far off considering he's directly quoted as saying some weird stuff back in 2013, and now, Big J, he has dropped out of a movie. Uh, if you believe uh, what you see and the release statement that he released, he will no longer be doing a movie called Shotgun Wedding, uh, which is supposed to star he and Jennifer Lopez. His part will be recast. He says he's leaving because uh, he is denying the fact that any of those things happen that are him online, but he says he can't leave his kids for four months to shoot a movie in the midst of all this kind of stuff. So... Not sure if I believe the statement. I'm also not sure if the, the the movie company just didn't say, "Hey, we're done." Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, it's not like he's doing anything illegal, you know. He's not married, right? He's not, uh, you know. I mean, being accused of any assault or anything like that. He's just creepy. Yeah, he's creepy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, there's something wrong with being creepy. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a sexual preference. I mean, so. You know, it's weird, but it doesn't make him, like, you know, I don't think he should be totally ashamed. It's just weird. Yeah, I know, but there's plenty of creeps in Hollywood, and there already have been, and it seems like the less creeps, there are creepy stuff that, I, I mean, like, they're talking about he's into, like, drinking blood and stuff like yeah. that. That's weird, right? It's very I weird. Mean, I'm not saying anybody should be called out for whatever they enjoy in the bedroom. Whatever happens in there uh, with whoever you're with, as long as it's consensual, uh, that's your business. But you also, I guess, if you're going to be that blunt and open about it, can't be, I guess, freaked out by the pushback. Because that's just the way things are. People mm -hmm. get weird when you talk about drinking other people's blood. It's, it's an uncomfortable yeah, conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the next interview question he gets. <laughs> For a long time. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Here's traffic. We're going to hell here in a few, but first, let's check into the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. Brought to you by Western Heating and Air. What's up, CB? Eastbound 94 is sluggish in Nampa between the north side and Franklin Boulevard exits. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. The World Wide Web is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. The little WWW action, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure how well versed you are in the world of cryptocurrency. Very. I'm not sure. Are Do you have any? I had, we had um, half a Bitcoin um, way early on. How does that happen? It was given to us. Just half of one? Yeah. And and so, uh, but we immediately sold it because we didn't understand. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I still had that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be worth... I wish I had taken my father-in-law's advice and bought a bunch of Bitcoin. Currently... uh, When it was a hundred bucks. Currently, a Bitcoin is worth uh, a little over $30,000. So that would have been $15,000 right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you sell it for like 50 bucks or something? Probably like 150 bucks or something. Yeah, it's not exactly like, you know, selling Apple stock early, but it's... Because you didn't have a when, bunch of it. When Bitcoin got, I mean, it when it was up there really, 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 really high. About a month ago, was that an all-time high? Well, um, when it first started, though, I mean, it seemed really high. I think it was, I don't remember what it was. We immediately, so like, didn't we have some Bitcoin? We started looking through all of our accounts uh-huh. to find it, and then we found out that we sold it. Uh, either way, whether you are a believer in cryptocurrency and an early adapter, or you think it's all a bunch of hogwash, you cannot deny the fact that Bitcoin is pretty uh, pretty strong investment, at least right now anyway. What happens in the future, who knows? Now, it took a sharp dip on Monday, but it still is up over 50% from where it was a month ago, which was an all-time high of 20000 per Bitcoin. So again, right now, it's still a little over 30000 which is a very good investment if you bought these things for $50 back in the day, or you got paid in cryptocurrency early on in its inception and are now cashing in on it. But it also can be a little bit of a nightmare, specifically new Stefan Thomas. Stefan Thomas is a German-born programmer that currently lives in San Francisco. And uh, the way that some of this cryptocurrency works, especially if it was given to you in some way, shape, or form, is with a thing called Iron Key. Now, Iron Key is something that gives users that are given it 10 guesses to get the password right, and if you don't get it right, it seizes up and encrypts its contents forever. And Stefan Thomas, about nine years ago, was given 7,002 Bitcoin for a job that he did for a website. Uh, That figure now is worth about $220 million. Do you understand what I'm saying? Holy Jesus. So he's got $220,000 in this iron key. Uh, And the dude that he designed the website for is now dead, okay? So it's not like he can ask what the password was. He's gone. And he has used up eight guesses. So he has two guesses left to figure out what his password is on this iron key, or he is about to lose at least $220 million. Oh, man. It's gone. It's gone forever. 
Uh, he says he's tried eight of his most commonly used password formulations to no avail because he can't remember if he, uh, you know, whatever piece of paper he put the password on is gone. And he cannot remember if he just used the password that whatever was on this piece of paper, which means it's a lost cause, or if he changed it to one of his passwords. And he cannot remember because it was nine years ago, and he's got so many different passwords dude, and things. Dude, you go crazy. You go insane, right? He, literal quote is, quote, I lay in bed and I just think about it. And then I would go to the computer with some new strategy, and it wouldn't work, and I would get desperate again, and I'm trying not to make sure I, I use these things on something that I don't think it's going to be, but I've only got two left, and it is driving me crazy, end quote. Uh, it's nuts, and to believe, uh, if you believe uh, Bitcoin, it says that, you know, Stefan's not the only one in this situation. He says that of the existing 18.5 million Bitcoin, Around 20%, which is currently worth around $140 billion, appear to be in lost or otherwise stranded wallets, according to uh, Chain Analysis, which is a crypto cryptocurrency data firm. So they're saying that, you know, Iron Key is not the only service that does this, obviously. There's plenty of them, but there's also a lot of Bitcoin people out there that have no idea they have it or they've lost all the information for it. And because it's all digital or it's on an old hard drive, forget about it. And, and that leads you to uh, another story uh, of a gentleman that, that basically, you know, is dealing with something. His name is Gabriel Abed. He's an entrepreneur from Barbados. He lost around 800 Bitcoin, which is now worth about $25 million, oh, when a colleague reformatted a laptop that contained his private keys to a Bitcoin wallet back in 2011. And he can't even bear to look at this. He still has the hard drive in case at some point it can ever be unlocked. But he says he sealed it and, like, put it in a safe so that he doesn't have to see it because it drives him crazy that on that hard drive somewhere is $25 million that he can't get to in Bitcoin. So it's got to be somewhat frustrating. So Frustrating? That's not even, I mean, the fact that you don't even remember if you used one of your own passwords. <laughs> and the guy's dead? Yeah. Can't. And there's no way around it. Nobody can break it. Uh, not according. I mean, like I said, there, there's over $140 billion locked up this way currently. So I'm guessing if somebody has a way to do it, they haven't figured it out yet. This is the new, we need a new Indiana Jones. Yeah. This would make a great movie to figure out how to break into the unclaimed Bitcoin that are out there. Like Rounders. Well, that's a little bit different. Like Ocean's Eleven, that, 15. That's a little bit more creative. Yeah, Rounders isn't exactly a heist movie. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> Chevelle and the Red here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on the X-Rocks. Am I misremembering or yeah. did you at one point get a cameo or purchase a cameo for somebody? Uh, my wife got a cameo. For you? No, no, no. F- from... Our kid. Okay. And so it was somebody in your family that, that got it. And did she enjoy it? Oh, yeah. Remind Loved me what it, it was again. Um, it was a video from, uh, I can't remember her last name, Bex. She's uh, an, an actress um, and was in a TV show uh, called Deputy. Okay. And uh, what was it? Just like a birthday thing or just a random thing? Yeah, it was, it was random. Okay. Uh, and so I know we talked about it when you were on vacation, but if, you, if you've missed it, you should check out some of the Undertaker cameos. It's actually absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, and, what and, they've done. And while you were gone on vacation, I talked about how a lot of uh, now uh, the rock stars out there are getting into cameo to uh, help make some money because they aren't out touring. There's so many different types of cameos that you can do. Some of them are affordable. Some of them are comically 
expensive, uh, especially for some of the names that are involved in it. And all of them follow some weird format where you have to fill in some data about somebody that you're buying it for. And it's said in like an awkward way. It's like, hi, uh, hi, Mark. This is, you know, uh, you know, your favorite rock star here. Uh, I'm told by your beautiful wife that you like baseball and have three kids. And I just want to say happy birthday. It's very, very strange. But uh, the world of Cameo has gotten a new thing, especially with the pandemic. Apparently, people are spending hard-earned money, according to the New York Times, to pay celebrities to break up with their significant others. Oh, excellent. Uh, And apparently, the person that is most chosen for this task is Sugar Ray lead singer Mark McGrath. He has become the popular choice for Cameo users to uh, pass their breakup responsibilities on to a celebrity. Uh, according to him, he's delivered 15 different breakups in the last three months what a on jerk. Cameo. Uh, he says he doesn't like to do it. He doesn't know how he got to be the breakup Cameo dude. But he doesn't like the fact that he has to do this kind of stuff. And he tries to be, you know, cool about it. But he, how do you break up with somebody you don't know, I guess? Damn. Or is it easier to do that when you don't know either party involved? I would have to, if, if you're a caring individual in any regard, it would be difficult to do. Correct. Uh, unless you're trying to go viral with your breakup, which seems like a really super douchey thing to do. Uh, why you would hire somebody to do that for you. But the second place one are for people that don't want to mess around when it comes to spending money. Uh, Second place for most amount of breakup cameos is Matthew Perry from Friends. People, uh, Matthew Perry has said on this profile, he's made it absolutely clear that he will deliver any kind of message. Uh, And so people are taking advantage and using it to break up with their significant others and paying. I think Matthew Perry's cameo is like $225. So it's not messing around. It's like the $25 ones that you find on the, uh, the the ads that they have out there. No, it's fun going through and looking. Um, and, and, and then, of course, as things get popular, the price goes up. Like Martin Cove is sitting at 245 bucks right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He you want to be told to sweep the leg? I'm sure he works it in. Have you ever thought about getting one? For myself? No. Why, why would you buy one for I yourself? Know, that's, that seems uh, fairly, fairly sad. What do you mean? Have I ever thought of? Yeah, have you ever thought about buying somebody one? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think Adam actually, for a period of time, was thinking about getting me uh, one from Doctor Disrespect, but it was pricey, so he didn't want to do that. And I'm and I'm okay with that. Spend your money in better place. But uh, apparently, it is also a uh, a carte blanche for you to break up with your significant other on there, which is weird, for sure. Morning after with Nick and I find for you, Big J. I don't want a cameo. Uh, on the way, we got reason. ourselves some important stuff. Hold on for that, plus your pop culture smackdown. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, what if I told you you were wasting a bunch of your brain power? I'd say, yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Okay. Uh, what if I said that I know how you're wasting your brain power? Oh, do tell. And you may not be happy. Uh, well, you're a world-renowned contrarian, yes? No. You enjoy <laughs> you enjoy <laughs> disagreeing with people. Just, I'm not sure even what the motivation is a lot of I, the time. No, I, I, I gave that up years ago. Uh, so. You're still pretty contrarian. Oh, yeah? When? Uh, pretty much every morning from 6 to 10. No, that's now. Yale University researchers found that when a couple of people disagree with each other, whether they legitimately disagree or they're just feigning disagreement for their own entertainment, their minds activate more cognitive function to counter the information they're hearing. Basically, your mind puts up blockers and goes, no, I don't want to hear it. I disagree. 
Makes sense. At the same time, when two people have the same opinion, their minds show calm and synchronized activity, like a, like a musical duet, if you will, Big J. The scientists say that understanding how the brain works when we disagree with somebody is important, especially given the polarizing nature of, I don't know, politics, maybe, and other social forums these days. So it's nice to see how the brain works. So basically, you're wasting a bunch of brain power when you're disagreeing with somebody, whether you're playing along or you're actually legitimately disagreeing. So you immediately go into social media and your brain is about to shut down. That's pretty much it. You pretty much got it. The wasteland uh, moves into your brain and just, like, does not compute too much disagreement, error. James Harden is leaving the Houston Rockets. Speaking of disagreements, he looks like he's headed to the Brooklyn Nets in a four-team blockbuster that involves the Indiana Pacers and Cleveland Cavaliers. I guess if you're going to say there's a winner in the trade, it might actually be the Rockets, believe it or not. Now, James Harden certainly is a -a once-in-a-generation kind of guy, but doesn't play defense all that great certainly wasn't happy and you're getting a couple of players and eight first round draft picks back now of course uh, they could be late draft picks because depending on how the brooklyn nets do the next couple of years you're not going to be you know getting a lottery pick or maybe you could who knows things could implode there i'm not exactly 100 sure but eight first round picks is a lot and if you even like two or three of those hit to be somewhat you know okay guys you've got yourself the starts of something but the rockets certainly aren't going to be in contention anytime soon more importantly it's it's trade capital for other players if very you, true. you want to bring somebody in very very true none of this is finalized yet but expected to be soon uh victor oladipo probably the other really big name involved in the trade he is headed to the pacers uh, and then, uh, or he's heading from the Pacers to the Rockets in the deal as well. Three NBA games were postponed last night due to the coronavirus with either positive tests or contract tracing issues, reducing the number of available players, bringing the total na- number of games postponed across the league this week to eight. The NBA also said that 16 additional players had tested positive between January 6th and 12th, the most by far in one week since training camps began. The game that's were canceled were the Suns-Hawks, uh, Jazz Wizards and Magic Celtics games and expect more to happen uh, this week as well. Well, Big J, happy birthday tomorrow to Betty White, or at least uh, this weekend, I should say. Betty White is going to celebrate her 99th year on Earth on Sunday, and she was talking to People Magazine about how she has such a sunny disposition still at damn near a C-note. And she says, quote, I don't like to see the negative side of things. She says the positive side is a lot more fun and she's blessed with good health. So turning 99 is no different than turning 98. And she would know she's Betty White. (laughs) What do you think Betty White says the key to a happy and long life is, Big J? Lots of tequila. A good sense of humor. There you go. She says don't take yourself too seriously. And you can lie to others, but you cannot lie to yourself. So stay true to yourself. And you too can be as old and awesome as Betty White. Nice. Mind your P's and Q's and happy birthday, Miss White, on Sunday. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Right now, who of you would like to have a free $25 gift card to Jackson Food Stores? I'm betting quite a few of you. Because you, yeah. you can use it on gas, you can use it on food, beverage. I mean, all the cool stuff they might have there at Jackson Food Stores that you would want, they, you can use that card for. And you can win that. By beating me Pop Culture Smackdown, sometimes it's pretty easy to do. We'll see what happens today. Uh, 208-287-1003 is our phone number. 
If you can defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, we'll mail that Jackson's card out to you. You don't need to get off your duff to get it. It's a beautiful thing. Let's get on the phone. Let's get ourselves a contestant, and let's see what happens this morning. Hello, The X. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike, you're up first. Mike, in the world of home renovation and cable networks, what do the letters DIY stand for? Do it yourself. Right. That is correct. Big J, according to the advertisements, what snack brand claims its cookies are baked by magical elves inside a hollow tree? Keebler's. That is correct. Right. Mike, to you. What comedian has interviewed Brad Pitt, Charlize Theron, and Barack Obama while sitting between two ferns on the Funnier Die series? Zach Galifianakis. Right. Well done. Big J, since 1992, Arthur R.L. Stein has sold over 450 million copies of what children's book series? Uh, Dr. Seuss? Wrong. Is Loose? No, no, that would have been Dr. Seuss that have sold uh, that many copies. Oh. R.L. Stein is a different author altogether. Goosebumps? Goosebumps would have been correct. Right. That would have been the See, correct guess. Uh, if I'd been less contrarian early this morning. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. Some Jackson's food cards coming your way. Hang on one second. You got 25 bucks in the mail. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J, and we've got some headlines next on the x Rock. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Check out the website, goteammazda.com. It's a great place to get started for your next new or used car adventure. Payment calculator is there. The Fresh Start credit button is there as well as the pre-check. So it's all right there at goteammazda.com. Check it out for yourself, especially if you're in the market for a vehicle. Headlines are as follows. Weird man. Creepy man. And stupid man. Uh, weird man. A serial toilet thief has been caught in Japan. Police say that uh, 26-year-old Rusai Takata is suspected of stealing a number of toilets from houses in Fumbayashi City while they were under construction. Police had arrested him after he stole a brand new toilet and sold it to a secondhand store in the city. Takata worked as an office worker at one of the construction companies, and police say he used this knowledge of the workers' schedules to sneak onto the site and then take the toilets while the workers took breaks. He says he stole a total of 18 items, most of them toilets, between October 2020 and now. The local media have dubbed him the God to Toilets. He reportedly told local media that he sold the toilets to cover his living expenses. But is there a huge second market for toilets? I guess. There must be. I mean... And, I mean, I recently purchased a toilet. They're not, like, super expensive. So I'm not sure what the strategy here is, nor how he was able to get in and out. I mean, it can't be easy to be lugging a toilet around, right? Yeah. I mean, that seems like almost a two-band job. Unless you got a good grip on that toilet. Yeah, 18 different toilets. And sold them all through. I mean, crazy. But, hey, he got caught. Not so much of a god to toilets now, is he? Creepy man or stupid man? Stupid man. Playing with fire is dangerous, and police in Tampa, Florida say 51-year-old Scott Massa was hospitalized with serious injuries because he burned himself while trying to set his own home on fire on Sunday morning. Police say that Massa uh, broke the window of his own home and then tried to throw a bucket full of accelerator inside. But guess what, Big J? It doesn't work when you accidentally spill the accelerator all over you first. Next thing you know, it ignited and set him on fire instead. Ouch. 
Police say the residence never actually caught on fire, just him. So no occupants were injured inside, thank goodness. Massa managed to get into a car and flee, fled the scene, but officers caught up with him eventually because he was the guy on fire in the car, you understand? He was taken to the burn unit at Tampa General Hospital. He remains in the hospital, and police say they're working on determining the appropriate charges because he's going to need some skin grafts before he's back in the court. So not a good look, not a smart play, and paid the price for it. Yep. Back when they taught you in school, stop, drop, and roll, right? Yeah. The way they taught that to you, you'd think a lot more people would be setting themselves on fire. But you got to remember, stop, drop, and roll. Wrap it up with creepy, man. And this is not a good way to make a good impression. 32-year-old Carl Gamby of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, went into a bathroom and then decided to give himself an injection of bath salts and fentanyl on March 28, 2020. It was his first day of work as the new clerk at the Econo Lodge there in Pennsylvania. When he then stumbled out of the bathroom very, very high, he decided to grab a female co-worker and started kissing her neck. He then took off his shirt and repeatedly tried to get the woman to kiss him, and she just kept screaming at him to get the hell away from her. The woman then fled to her car and called 911 and told police before she drove away. Gamby yelled at her, quote, before you leave, I just want to show you something. Ooh. And then guess what happened, Big J? He took off his pants. That's exactly right. God, police arrived to find him naked. And now, nearly a year after the incident, a state superior court panel has refused his plea to overturn the indecent assault conviction he ended up with. So, Gammy gets to keep his 11 and a half to 23 month prison sentence plus two years of probation because it's not a great idea to inject bath salts at work, especially on your first day. That's How like about second day anytime. stuff. Anytime. Not even just at work, anytime. All right. I'll accept. You're right. Not a good play. And nobody wants to be at work. All of a sudden, some rando starts kissing you on the neck and then starts taking off his clothes. It's all weird and not okay. Don't do it. That's assault, brother. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. I'm into that. That is Five Finger Death Punch living the dream here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Maybe eating the dream. What do you think about that, my friend? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind, uh, especially when it comes to uh, a little comfort. And uh, sandwiches are definitely comforting food. It's so weird. Like uh, somebody had asked me recently what my favorite food is. And, uh, you know, my, my go to answer always is like my grandmother's lasagna. But since she passed, yeah. it's like impossible to get anymore. I tried to recreate it myself. It's just not the same because yeah. she would home make everything. And it's just it was a totally different thing. And I was thinking, like, you know what I really enjoy is just a really well put together sandwich. Like and that. it's like tough to do it yourself. You try <laughs> and try. And it's like it's just not like it is. Right. I mean, it's really good. Ranker, they rank things. Of course. That's what they do. Uh, they they want they rank sandwiches, and they just said, "Listen, here it is. To, to keep this from getting out of control, it's defined as is being contained by two or more pieces of bread." So is hot dog a sandwich? Uh, no. But to avoid the hamburger hot dog debates, no round buns. <laughs> Got you. So thank you. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll start with top ten. Okay. okay. The old fashioned peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I make those on the regular. Thanks yeah, to the kids. Uh, I don't even bother. I just eat the encrustables. Number Don't do that. Now, let me ask you this, because I thought about buying them. Aren't they, You have to defrost them, right? It takes like 10 minutes. Oh, it it's says not. on the box it's supposed to be like two hours. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not that long. It's it's I, I, I really like it. It's the only way I'll do peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it's insane to me. I know. Uh, number nine here on the list, French dip sandwich. Delicious. Now, I mean, dipping it in the au jus, yes. oh, it's good. Uh, number eight, it's a meatball sub. Um, amazing. 
Number seven, the Cuban sandwich. Uh, I used to like those when I lived down in Florida. The only good thing about Florida was the Cuban. Yeah, Cuban's good. A lot of pickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, the, another old-fashioned and standard, the club sandwich. All right. I, that's a go-to at a restaurant I've never been to before. I yeah. get that. Uh, it's a good gauge, too, of whether you're getting something good around mm-hmm. uh, the neighborhood. Uh, number five is the Reuben sandwich. Not a fan of rye bread. Yeah, but... rye bread's pretty dense, right? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Number four, and I've never had an authentic, authentic one. I don't know if I think maybe you have the cheesesteak. Uh, no, like no, I've never been to Philly, so I have not. But I do love cheesesteak. God, I love cheesesteak. Number three, uh, one that probably gets made more at home than often than anything. It's the BLT. Okay. Number two, the Italian sub. I like the Italian sub. And that as well. seems to be open to interpretation, too. Of course. For a little bit. Number one here on the list, Nick, is the grilled cheese sandwich. Wow, I'm surprised like ham and cheese or turkey and cheese didn't even make the top 10. Yeah, let's see. Patty melts down there on the 11. Uh, the pastrami's 13. Right. Ham and cheese sandwich is at 15. And the one you were talking about earlier as we were discussing this, the 18 chicken salad sandwich. There you go. Favorite sandwich of all time, Big J? What do you like? If you're making an ideal sandwich, what are you putting on it? Uh, the kitchen sink. Everything. I'll put, every, put a, whatever's around. But that's some not ham, the perfect sandwich. Some bacon. It's like cheese. a club sandwich then. Um, no turkey, though. You know, I'm not a big turkey fan. I'd rather do ham and cheese. All right. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, later this year heading, heading over to uh, the northeast part of the country to have my first uh, official uh, main lobster roll. Uh, is that counted? That counts as a sandwich? Too? Yeah, yeah. I've never had one of those either. But uh, I've seen you eat a deep fried uh, lobster roll at the state fair and w- was not happy with it and paid $30 for it. <laughs> I don't think it was 30 bucks. It was like I... $24.99. And so with tax, it was probably 27 to 28 bucks. I remember you coming back and just looking disappointed before you I took a bite. Really bummed, it, was, it was really bummed, man. It was disgustingly bad. You paid for it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we got a Jackson's gift card here for you. $25 worth. Gets you some gas, maybe some beverages, maybe something to eat, maybe a nice tornado. All up to you. Just got to figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. Bad Impressions works thusly. Big J has prepared three clues. Each one of them revolves around somebody that's pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then look at you, dude. Getting some yeah. fancy sent to you in the mail. Living it up, Jackson style. Hello, the X. What's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? Jeremy. All right, Jeremy, you're up first. Good luck. If the Taken franchise isn't in your collection, are you even cool? What was it? If the Taken franchise isn't in your collection, are you even cool? Next. I have a particular set of skills. Skills to act like a badass. Is it Liam Neeson? It is Liam Neeson. Well done, Jeremy. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get that Jackson's food card sent out to you. 25 bucks coming your way via us. Uh, what was clue three for fun? I once played the movie version of Hannibal from the A-Team. And why is Liam Neeson in the news? Listen, uh, Liam Neeson, he's not in tune with a lot of things, uh, including, quote, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard all that, that all... Uh, that much about uh, Star Wars since he was in the prequels. Uh, but he was asked if he would ever consider a miniseries for the character, and he said, sure, I'd like to, uh, but I'm wondering if Star Wars is starting to fade away from the cinema landscape, do you think, is what he wondered. Uh, but he is open to bringing back Qui-Gon, which, uh, a Jin, which a lot of people say could be a possibility for Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
I guess that would make. I guess it depends on which. As a, uh, as a force ghost, obviously. Uh, okay, I was gonna say. I'm not sure uh, at what point in the in the Obi Wan tale they're going to tell, but I'm guessing it would have to be post Episode Three, right? Yeah. Considering how much older you McGregor is these days. So uh, there's that, but also, I mean, is there an interest in Qui Gon Jinn? You think? Well, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, that was one of the things they really enjoyed about at least the first movie was Qui-Gon Jinn and some of the stuff that he had going uh, for for the character. And it's um, there's been a lot of uh, stuff written. I mean, he, you know, he reprised the voice in uh, one of the animated versions as well. So I guess. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he wants to make movies, though, not necessarily TV series. If he's worried about it. He's fading like, away I'm a movie the, star from the cinematic landscape. To be perfectly honest. Either way, uh, listen, you're going to have plenty of Star Wars content to keep you busy over the course of the next couple of years. Uh, and they announced like 55 things. Not one of them was a Qui-Gon Jinn series. So right. You got I guess we're waiting for phase uh, eight before that hits the uh, the actual side of things. But either way. Order 88. Uh, you can watch what? What's the name of the new movie he's in? The Marksman? The Marksman. That's coming out soon. Morning after when Nick and Big J will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> System of a Down, protect the land. That's going to put a ribbon on this old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us on this 14th day of January. Got a nice big nerd alert, courtesy of Big J and CES. There's a lot of good stuff in there. If you missed any of it, you can go back and check the Morning After podcast, which is available anywhere you can find podcasts and even available at xrock.com. If you any part of the show, it is all there. We learned about your Bitcoin biff, Big J, selling it early and not waiting for it to cash in a little bit yep. and costing you thousands upon thousands of dollars. Uh, but... Uh, if we're being honest, you probably would have forgot the password to it at, the point, at this point anyway, so it's probably a wash, right? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, listen, the password would have been forgotten, but it wouldn't have been in some sort of secure, you know, an encrypted thing where it, it doesn't give you a chance to find out what your password it is. It doesn't sound like that's a choice. It sounds like when payment is given via Bitcoin, that's how it's given to somebody. At least that's what I gathered from it. Like, they pay you with Bitcoin and then say, here's the password to get it. And if you biff it 10 times, then it's gone forever. Five. Yeah. And I didn't know that was a thing either. But apparently there's 220 or no, $1.4 billion wrapped up in uh, accounts like that that people can't even get into in Bitcoin right now. So, mayday. Mayday. Friendly reminder that coming up tomorrow, it's another Half Price Friday on xrock.com. Uh, this Friday, you can get $50 to Bonefish Grill for just $25. It's your local seafood destination in Boise. They're ready for takeout from noon to 8 p.m. And you can try one of their bountiful family bundles. It starts at just $29.99. Salad, bread, pesto, house-baked cookies as well. And they've got expanded outdoor seating. So check it out. These things usually go fast. It begins 9 o'clock Friday at xrock.com. $50 to Bonefish Grill for $25. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, it looks like uh, Boise State wasn't the only football team looking for Kellen Moore to be their head coach because now the Philadelphia Eagles would like to interview him. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine Jerry Jones is going to let that happen, however. No, they have to ask permission. Yep, and just signing him to a huge contract extension, my guess is he'll tell the Eagles in the division to pound sand right. when it comes to talking to Kellen Moore about the head coach but position. That's the only the beginning. Uh, yeah, It's so funny. Did you read like the comments on the story that you tweeted? Some of them. Cowboy fans are just... 
they are something else, man. Uh, they didn't want him to go when he could be the Boise State head coach, and now they want him out uh, as offensive coordinator. It's pretty pretty crazy that fan base i tell you what uh don't forget next set of extract brought to you by strong volkswagen unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com jason drew is up next we'll see you guys on friday have a good one it's the x rocks